it's your boy Fred from What's Happening. I'm just seeing if you checked out Patreon yet. Ad free podcast, full video episodes, unedited content, exclusive merchandise discounts, early access to merchandise, vote, partake in community polls, and inspire content, access private chat, and middle on one bonus episode. What you waiting for? Tap in on Patreon. Welcome to What's Happening. I'm Brad. I'm Fred. This is the show we talk about What's Happening. What's happening with you, bro? Chilling, man. Man, I ain't doing nothing. Surprisingly, I ain't watching on All-Star Weekend. Just fooling. I ain't watching no, I ain't watching no All-Star Weekend either. Uh, we had an event tonight uh, scheduled at the church, man, for all the let's get together and watch it but um you know my little homie man finally getting into the wwe and tonight was elimination chamber and they always run eliminate the 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 pay-per-view in february they special event in february they always run it on the same weekend as nba all-star weekend they know to leave football alone like like for years you know i'm saying the royal rumble is always in january and for years the Royal Rumble would land on the Sunday that was in between the um the the conference championships and the Super Bowl mm-hmm. that open week that was always the Super Bowl, but since they've since the NFL has added that extra game and now that everything goes a week later, now the Royal Rumble the last couple of years has been on Saturday and it's the night before the championship Sunday. They know not to mess with football, but they always try to come in and mess with basketball. And well, like, I think it's just because a lot of those fans that go from football to basketball probably don't correlate. You know what I mean? It's a, it's almost a different set of fans. Some of them cross over, but I don't think you have as many. But I could see them crossing over from like football to wrestling. Well, I can see that point there. Yeah, but like the thing about it is, is that it's dumb when they do it because like the All Star Game, All Star Weekend, like back in the day, man. Um, you know, down in Sandusky, just before I met you, the Buffalo Wild Wings would show every pay-per-view. So I was going to Buffalo Wild Wings at least once a month, and it was dope to go there in February because on one screen would be the All-Star game, and then on the other screen would be WWE. I remember I remember one year, I remember 2008, I seen somebody do a crazy <laughs> slam on one screen, and I was like, oh, and I turned my head, and LeBron yammed on somebody. Was like, <laughs> I think he yammed on Jason Kidd. It was the 08 All-Star game. I'll never get that. Anyway, man, but they be doing stupid stuff, man. Like, they, um, man, that night, that game seven, uh, Cleveland versus Golden State, WWE ran a pay-per-view that night. Now, that's not WWE's fault because you can't predict the game seven, but I, I'm telling you, nobody watched that pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was watching the this game seven of the NBA Finals. Like we ain't watching this, but yeah, man, that be. I'm gonna need WWE to put some put a better respect on my name, man. Like don't be like figure out when the All Star Weekend is. Matter of fact, it's the same weekend every year. Like this event could have been right. like this event could have been next week. It was cool. Like whatever. All right, hey. <laughs> but no, man. <laughs> 
but no, nah, man, you know, my little homie's getting into it, man. So that's like our thing that's now. Fun. It's every Friday, every Friday night, man. He ready to watch SmackDown and on, the, on these special events. He be ready to watch these special events. I'm just going to tell you right now, when WrestleMania come up in six weeks, we have to move this recording schedule around because little homie going to want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll work it out. <laughs> You better make it happen for sure. Man. You know what I'm saying? That's what's important. You and the little homie, you know what I'm saying, sharing that time. That's going to be his stories later on. Yeah, man. You know. Man, so we, um, so, you know, we, we talked about the Super Bowl last week. And uh, you said it would be a score of 34 to 27 Philly. And I said 31 mm -hmm. to 28 Philly. Now, neither one of us had the right score. Man, you said, uh, Kansas City. Yeah, yeah, I Kansas City. So. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I thought about it the right way in my head. I just said it the wrong way. So right. neither one of us had the right score. But your boy did have the right spread. It was 38-35, you know what I'm saying? But, um, no, nah, man, I, I enjoyed the game. I hope everybody else did, too. This is a fun time of year for me, bro. Like, as much as I don't like winter. Down. Yeah, as much <laughs> as I don't like winter, like, the, the trade-off of getting winter is you get football playoffs, you get the NBA trade deadline. This mm -hmm. is like the big for, for wrestling fans. This is that time of year. We got the Royal Rumble. We got WrestleMania coming. Shoot, as soon as that's over, NBA playoffs. We up in there. So like, man, this is my nerd yeah. time for real, for real. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. But no, man, we gonna we got a little docket for you. We got a little little docket, you know. Um, first thing, we wanted to get to this last week, but we went off, you know, trying to put some respect on the WNBA name. And uh, this story happened in Ohio. And I don't remember hearing about it originally, but um, the article is from capitalbnews.org. And it says, here's everything we know about the inve investigation into Sensei Reed's death. So Sensei Reed was a 13-year-old child that was shot and killed by Craig Butler, a 36-year-old uh, man. Um, Sensei was black. Craig is white. And it is a story that is oddly familiar and oddly close to the Trayvon Martin story. Did you get a chance to look into it? I looked at it last week. I I ain't fresh upon it again, but I don't I don't think when I read it, it was similar to Trayvon Martin because didn't he get hit through a wall? Like basically, it said uh, Butler fired his firearm, and it it basically killed little buddy because it went through the wall and hit him. Wait. No, I didn't see that because they're saying that Butler, Butler was saying that he shot him in self-defense. So I'm going to read the article. Uh, again, it's from capitalbnews.org. That's what I have. Uh, I'm going to skip down a little bit because I want to find the part where... Let's go back to the top, actually. All right, so... It has been nearly four months since 13-year-old Sensei Reed was fatally shot in an Ohio apartment complex by his neighbor, Craig Butler, a 36-year-old white man. The boy's death was declared a homicide after a county coroner's autopsy found that he had been shot twice 
including a fatal wound to the chest. But Butler remains free, released from a murder charge after he told police that he acted in self-defense. Police records don't explain why Butler fired, and there's no indication that Sensei had a weapon. So yeah, it, that's what I was saying. Like it's it's close to the Trayvon Martin type deal, you know. I mean that was ten, eleven years ago. Mm-hmm. The Trayvon Martin thing went down, but it was kind of the same thing. It was, you know, George Zimmerman was saying that he acted in self defense. So what you think? Go ahead. You was going to say something. But, yeah, no, I was just trying to see. One, I was trying to see what area it was in. Um, well, I guess the Columbus area. Well, yeah, it's Columbus, but. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. At, but no, it, my bad. To, I don't know if you heard it, but you started like slowing down and it was like chopping. Uh, so. Listen, didn't sound like that on my end, but if it sounded like that on the user end, my bad. <laughs> but uh but no, nah, I was you know how Columbus broke up in different areas, and so I was just wondering what you know part of Columbus it was in. Oh, but, I dig it. But um, you know, it just I don't know if there's enough context there to, to say, like I, I didn't really get to see the scenario. I mean, there's for no reason should a young brother be shot if he's unarmed. You know what I mean? Exactly. And for you to feel threatened just by appearance or, you know, like I, I feel like I would have to know more because if there's no reason, then you shouldn't be walking free. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't be deemed self-defense, but if, is he out on bond or is he just like free of all charges? Like the case is gone, shut and dry. And he's just... They ain't said nothing about a bond. They just said that he said he acted in self-defense. Oh, wait, nope. Oh, Butler was arrested the next day on murder charges with a $1 million bond, but Franklin County prosecutors dismissed that charge on October 20th, so he's not out on bond. So they just dismissed the murder charge. Like pretty quickly with no explanation. Yeah, that's that's wild. You know what I'm saying? So read down on a little bit more of the article. It says, "Why did Franklin County prosecutors decide to dismiss the murder charge?" Butler told investigators that he acted in self-defense when he fired his weapon, according to police, which could grant him additional protection under Ohio's new Stand Your Ground law. Enacted in 2021, the law removes a person's duty to retreat when feeling under threat before they resort to force. This effectively makes it easier to claim self-defense in court, shifting the burden of proof to to prosecutors. In other words, it's up to the state to prove that the surviving party did not have a reasonable feeling of imminent danger. Yeah, that's that's wild. I that that stands your ground. You know what I'm saying? Should be in the event that you think you're getting killed, but it also says, uh, according to court documents, a witness told the police that they saw Butler drive up in his red truck at 5:46 p.m. Get out, start shooting, and flee the scene. 
Shanaz was shot twice. He was taken to a nearby hospital where he died less than an hour later. Wow. You know, 13 I mean? so years it's, old. It's all over the place, but that's my other thing. It don't look like young fella was, you know what I'm saying, a huge boy or something. You know what I mean? Like, how, yeah, how's I'm, a grown man? How's a grown man? Are you that terrified of a 13 year old boy? Yeah, I was looking at the picture that's in this article, and that can't be him at 13. Like, he looks nah, so. I, yeah, that's what I was like. But if you look at that structure and frame of him, he just don't look like a kid that at 13 going to be, you know what I mean, that yeah. big. He may be a little lanky, maybe what? He he might have been, what, five, four, five, five? It, man, he might have been five, bro. Like, not even trying to, like, be disrespectful. Like, he just don't look like a big child. Yeah, you know, but that's what I'm getting at. So, like, as a, as a grown man, how are you that frightened that you have to stand your ground to where a child gets shot and killed. And then as the courts, how aren't you looking at it or, or investigating it thorough enough for him to have charges dismissed and out on, you know what I'm saying, just freely? Like, yeah. Like nothing ever happened. And yeah, think you just sweep it under the rug with a, a newly, you know, uh, place law which also says that maybe y'all didn't think that law through too much huh. maybe we need to go back to to the drawing board on that and maybe put a freeze on that because if that's the case you just saying all i gotta do is go to a bad neighborhood and start shooting and be like man i was scared over in these neck of the woods dog I, right I had to stand my ground like man. that's crazy yeah i um I, I, I'm not feeling it. So that's definitely something I'll be keeping my eyes on. You know, trying to figure out what's going on with that because that is crazy. Yeah. 13 years old. 13 years old. And he doesn't even look like it. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, man. Um, right with the story or something definitely wrong with, with the situation. Yeah, it, it ain't sitting right with me at all. Um, but yeah, you know, I know you know a little bit more about me. Let's, let's, we, let's, we talk about Ohio a lot in this one. Um, East Palestine, Ohio. So this has been going on for a while. They had a train derailment. I know you, you look into it a little bit more than I have. Um, so I'll let you take the I mean, lead. I haven't necessarily looked into it more than you have. I have. I think I just was seeing signs of it earlier than you. I okay. Go um, ahead. But basically, it started off with um, a, a girl that I went to high school with uh, on Facebook posting about, I guess, a recently um, new movie on Netflix called White Noise. And the basis of white noise is they went all around Ohio shooting this movie of a train that derailed with, you know what I'm saying, basically chemicals that could harm 
and it's almost like a reenactment right now of the movie. And so the, I guess it was vinyl chloride or uh, something to that nature that, you know, was on the train and when it combusted, it, it created a big, you know what I'm saying, smoke blew up. I don't know how many cars that was on. It wasn't a, a, a very long train from my understanding. It didn't have that many cars on it, but it, it blew up a nice amount of those. Yeah. Um, as well as a lot of that toxic liquid got out and supposedly it's been killed livestock, it's then gotten into the water. But they're saying they've been testing the water regularly and nothing alarming outside of that area that they've contained. But um, that, that river that it went into is the Ohio Basin River. And it goes down the side of Ohio along Kentucky. I mean, that river feeds in a lot. a lot. Yeah. And it touches a lot of people. And from my understanding, and this is just what I've heard, but I haven't seen anything on the news yet, but they said that uh, an announcement is supposed to be made, you know, from Louisville about folks grabbing bottled water, you know, and staying safe, being on a water alert. Mm-hmm or a boil alert just in case. So if, if we're talking about it down here, and East Palestine is up there by the Akron, Pennsylvania area of Ohio, that's that's some traveling. Right, right. So I'm going to read the, a little bit of this article from uh, Curbed.com. Mm -hmm. um, this article was written on the 15th, and we're recording on the 18th, so it's already a few days behind. Um, which is going to be even more behind by the time listeners check this out. But it says, on February 3rd, a freight train derailed in East Palestine, Ohio. The 150-car train operated by Norfolk Southern was carrying 20 cars of highly flammable toxic chemicals and ignited a fire a quarter mile long that burned for days. On February 6th, officials with the Ohio National Guard and U.S. Department of Defense worried about the tankers that hadn't already combusted instituted a vent and burn operation a controlled ignition they claim would allow the chemicals to safely dissipate. About 1,500 people had already been evacuated after the derailment, and hundreds more followed suit just before a fireball erupted, sending a black plume of smoke over the region. Many evacuees began circulating about people experiencing a burning sensation in their throat, eyes, layers of soot, and creeks filled with dead fish. On Monday, 10 days after the derailment, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg made a statement after multiple members of Congress demanded a stronger federal response, even a, congress a congressional inquiry. He expressed concern about the incident's impact on families and said that the National Transportation Safety Board has been investigating the cause of the, of the catastrophe. A lot of information, changing information, and misinformation is flying around. So, yeah, you know, so that was February 3rd. on. Just adding some context, um, on February 1st, I drove down to Ohio because I had an event to do for work on February 2nd um, into the Cleveland market. And I stopped the, the night of February 1st. That was a Wednesday night. I stopped uh, in Sandusky and linked up with my buddy David Hahn. You might remember him. Mm -hmm. um, and we had dinner 
uh, at the Brass Pelican. And if you know me, I will tell you that that little hole in the wall in Tuskegee, Ohio, the Brass Pelican, has the absolute best wings in the world. They have 91 flavors, and I'm not even exaggerating. 91 flavors is their number. Off topic, back to what I'm talking about. The point that I'm talking about is, is that while David and I were, you know, catching up, it had been a while, you know, last time I saw him, oddly enough, it's kind of full circle. He came to my house in Detroit to watch WrestleMania. Um, I was supposed <laughs> to go, I was supposed to go uh, up to Niagara for his wedding uh, for COVID. And, um, well, it was during, like, that first weekend where COVID first jumped off, so we never made it. They ended up eloping somewhere in Ohio. But, uh, he's had a baby, and we're just catching up. I haven't seen this guy in almost four years in real time. And then he was just telling me, like, hey, you know, this train track behind where I, you know, over by where I live. I'm like, yeah, I remember that. It's like, yeah, a train just derailed over there a, a few weeks back. Wow. Right. Um, earlier this week, maybe Thursday this past week, uh, Van Buren Township, this is, people will say the Detroit area, but it's about a half an hour south of Detroit. But a train derailed there. And, then and that's... Yeah. And that train was from Norfolk Southern, Norfolk, Southern. Norfolk Southern, which is the same one for this one for East Palestine. I don't know if it was Norfolk Southern for what happened in Sandusky, but the thing that's standing out to me is we have a lot of train derailments in a very short time period. Which, and I don't uh, know how often that happens. Go ahead. You're about to probably say something in that, in that light. Yeah, I, I, I'm thinking there's a lot of work because I'm not saying that train tracks or whatnot are replaced and redone quite often, but it, maybe there is a lot of work in that area that needs to be done and revamped to, you know, strengthen and help make sure these things aren't happening, you know, because it's one of those fields that, yeah, we know about them, yeah, we know they're dangerous, but you just don't hear of it often. It's like, you know, wow, you know, it's a, it's a big deal once you have three or four of them in a row, like you said. And I think I think that's a, a huge alert, but also saying that there's something going on in North, Norfolk Southern. You know, and, and one thing that's been sticking out in my head, and I wish I had the time to, like, really, really, really dig deep and find it, but I really started, like, really tapped into politics in like 2014, late 2014. Um, and then it really wrapped up in 2015 and 2016 is when I really started like paying attention to it heavy. And I remember just being one day, this is my old house uh, in Ohio, just looking at YouTube videos on the Xbox. And I remember I found this video that Joe Biden did. Now he's the vice president and he's not running for president at this point. But this is like early 2016, a video that Joe Biden had put up. And he was talking about, like, we really need to focus on infrastructure. And I feel like he was talking about trains. What I don't remember is if he's talking about trains in the, in the sense of, like, transportation. Like, being able to get from, like, city to city real quick. Or if he was talking about trains from the sense of, like, being able to move products. But I remember he talked about trains. And I know he talked about the roads 
being in terrible condition. I just don't know if I'm confusing it, thinking that he was talking about the train tracks are also in terrible condition as well. But me just hearing this, it just it's been like putting that conversation, putting that video back in my head. I could see him in his white shirt and his tie just talking about it on this random YouTube video. Like, we need to focus on infrastructure this year, like, immediately. And yeah. then, like, nothing nothing happened behind it. But it's also a big problem with this because I'm, I'm hearing and seeing that there's these big, black, dark clouds yeah. that's just looming over the area, which I just sent you a, a video on Instagram from No Jumper. Maybe you can pop it up on here if you want to. You can pop it up on here. What? <laughs> I don't know how to do all that shit. I know you quicker at it, so. But um, it's just, it's a dude recording these clouds, and they don't look like normal clouds whatsoever. Like, it's it's kind of scary. And then, like, that last video, like, they driving out and just look at this black cloud just glooming over them. Like, it's, it's nuts. Hmm. So, you know, that was that was kind of huge, too. It's like what those those clouds have in them. Some people saying that, you know, don't be out in the rain because basically the mixture, I guess, create like an acid type rain so it could do something to you. Oh, God. That is and, that's, and that could be, yeah, that could be an issue. Yeah, so, for real, for real. So I'm trying I'm to get right. this pulled up. <laughs> I'm trying to work fast. Nah, you good. That's why I said you probably could have did it faster than me. <laughs> I wouldn't have known how to do it. But, you know, and I'm just wondering what it's going to become of it because also I feel for those in Ohio, but if it's killing lives, that much livestock and, you know what I'm saying, what have you, I'm sure there's going to be another increase or in inflation in, in groceries, you know, depending on how much they provided for Ohio, you know. Right, right, right. So. Yeah, man. Um, I got it up. So Patreon users will be able to see it. Uh, podcast listeners will be able to hear it. Right, it's going to be some profanity. He's going he to definitely. Hey, go y'all got to explain Fucking morning. storm clouds. Wow. Look at it. This is over Darlington. So what we're seeing is just, it literally looks like, to me, it looks like a storm almost. Like, this is their fucking success. That ain't no fucking storm cloud. That's the fucking shit from East Palestine. They're fucking controlled burn. Whoa. But there's a comment on here that says fish, pets, livestock dead, but the community is being told the after in air is fine, not contaminated. Those in power do not care about the health and safety of low income populations. They care about its profits. Dang. Yeah, I. It was a couple more videos too, but yeah, that last one was was crazy. Where he was just like they're like driving out. Him and his wife had just left, and they're driving out, and it's like sitting real low. 
like almost like it's about to be fog. Yeah. So, so. Yeah, that kind of stuff is is. I mean, I don't know how else to describe it other than, than scary. To me, just I don't know how else to describe it. Like that's just that's not something that you see every day, man. Nah, we got not clouds like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what yeah. I was like. Damn, they do. Look I weird. mean. And I mean, our environment is already like bad enough. Like we don't need this kind of stuff. <laughs> I mean, because that's just a lot of pollution. Like we we do enough on a daily basis, but basis by ourselves, just as a you know ecosystem and the way we you know run things now. Yeah, we don't need no added help. Yeah, man, we don't need nothing. <laughs> so, yo, man praying for those folks that are that are there that are um you hope everybody stays healthy. I really don't even know like what to say with it you know like I mean it's just something that really we probably just gonna have to follow because I know there's gonna be more to come to this you know and but and then it's crazy to just think of it how do it feel to be living a movie that literally just dropped like you watch this movie and then a couple days later you living within it right just also i mean that's kind of mind-blowing within itself as well like it make you feel like it's something bigger to it like it's too too close together but hey. <sighs> nonetheless man we gotta pray for them folks and just keep your eyes on it you know we gotta figure out what's going on so the last thing I wanted to bring up was I saw this tweet. I saw people kind of talking about it on social media, but then I saw this tweet this from a Daily Loud on Twitter. Um, they posted a statement that Chris Brown made. And Chris Brown said, if y'all still hate me for a mistake I made as a 17-year-old, please kiss my whole entire ass. I'm fucking 33. I'm so tired of y'all running around with this narrative. You weird-ass niggas are the same ones that tune in every week to see Blueface and Krishan beat the fuck out of each other in front of the world. But that's okay. It's entertainment. All y'all can suck my dick disrespectfully. So basically, what Chris Brown is saying is, is that y'all need to get off my case because this was a long, long time ago. I don't think it's more than just a long, long time ago. You know what I'm saying? They, man, they crucified that man after, you know what I'm saying, his one incident that mm. happened. And these mugs openly, admittingly, and shows the world every day of the toxicity that they go through. Now, whether it's to get paid or not, it's still, you know what I'm saying, in a nutshell, wrong, especially when if it was your sister and her dude out here beating on each other, it would you wouldn't see nothing funny and entertaining about it then. But, I mean, he literally, he lost gigs behind it, you know what I mean? Like, he, he really lost a career in a sense, like, because he, he wasn't as as big as he was because people wasn't fooling with him because he he beat on it. 
and like he's, I mean, not saying it was right, but he's 17. But these mugs go out here every day, and I mean, just go hard. And he's not you, wrong. You know, so I always hate that the argument. The, the defense is what about ism I, I first off like this whole like Krishan and 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 blueface whatever it is I I have I have seen people talking about it I haven't looked into it I haven't researched it it just seems like something stupid something ignorant and not worth my time and definitely not worth my energy um However, after Chris Brown's comments, man, I'm trying to find this post. I saw someone just kind of laid out a list of like to show that he has a history of being abusive to women. And I cannot, I should have screenshotted that post, man. But it was like it was like a reading. It was like in 2016 he got arrested for this. In 2015 he was accused of this, and like he was like leveraging the Rihanna situation because that's the one that we know about because it's Rihanna. Mm -hmm. But basically the post was like, no, no, no. If you pay attention, there's a lot more. Man, I wish I would. I should have screenshot it. And see, here's the other thing too. And I mean, I guess it, you would say it's in his favor because you don't have really recordings of it. And when it's just police reports or things of that nature, you know what I'm saying, without no real evidence or proof of, you know, pictures of these assaults like it was for Rihanna. And relationships, it's been countless times where women is calling and getting the other person in trouble for whatever vindictive reasons. Not saying that, it, you know, it's not true, but saying it happens. But these here, and I, and I it's not about the what, what about-ism. I think is, you know what I'm saying, the, the standard that we're upholding, allowing this to go on, and nothing is said, nobody, you know what I'm saying, is in trouble, like nothing. I think that's more so what is to be said about it, is what kind of standard is we allowing with this? Mm. I think I found what I was, well, this is only a piece of it. This person put 2009, Chris Brown assaults Rihanna, 2000, 11 he threw a chair at a window during the gmas 2012 he violated a restraining order at a halloween party dressed in an islamophobic costume 2013 he threatens to shoot frank ocean and punches him over a parking space uh here's more uh 2013 chris brown fakes community service after hit and run arrested for assault and spent thir 36 hours in jail was kicked out of rehab for violent behavior that was all 2013 Oh, this is 2013 as well. Smash his mother's car window with a rock. 2014, kicked out of another treatment facility. 2015, violated his probation and went to a nightclub that ended with five people being shot. 2015, was banned from entering Canada. 
uh, allegedly hits a man over a basketball game in Vegas. I remember that one. Uh, takes $1 million to perform in the Philippines. Doesn't perform. Is detained for fraud. Has to cancel his worldwide tour due to not being able to enter countries due to his violent criminal charges. 2016, allegedly beat another woman and was investigated by the police. Ex-manager assigned him assigned to help him rehabilitate his image due sues Brown and claims he allegedly brutally assaulted him. Another woman claims she was assaulted by him. She was allegedly threatened at gunpoint, which resulted in a nine-hour standoff with police. I vaguely remember that one. 2017, allegedly punches someone trying to take a picture of him. I remember that. Uh, a judge granted Carucci a restraining order against Brown for five years. She claims he threatened her multiple times physically. And it just goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Um, But you know what? Like, I remember some of those, and like, I remember them vaguely as I'm reading them. But the Rihanna, I remember that one because that's it's to that point. So that's that's Rihanna. I ain't heard nothing about Carucci in about five years. And, and if she was sitting right next to me on my couch, I'd be like, Who are you, random lady in my house? Like, I just don't know who that is, right? So I think that's like. It's a weird thing for him to to just come out and say, y'all looking at me, but what about them? When, like, there's way more to read about him. Like, I would have just kept my mouth quiet. But he's also just been saying, like, even just away from the uh, being abusive, um, when he didn't win the Grammy for Best R&B Album, he lost to Robert Glasper. And he said, who the hell is Robert Glasper? Like, I wasn't mad at it because I didn't know who the fuck he was talking about. Yeah, uh, Robert, <laughs> I I mean I knew I know who Robert Glasper is, but you um, also got to look at it too, the way they came in and the way they had to go about it. Now you got people that's just like I'm gonna put a little a little snippet of single on TikTok or a reels on Facebook or something, and you know what I mean. I blow up and be in the Grammys or the you know whatever award show winning awards for a song that. You ain't had to pay no recording label, no mix and master. And like, <laughs> nah, that ain't happening. Uh, they got them industries locked down tight. You got to put money in. And, nah, that ain't that ain't happening. Ain't nobody ain't nobody making a love like that without doing no. Ain't nobody getting no recognition from something like the Grammys without going through the the mainstream channels. So, so who is Robert Glasper? Robert Glasper around. Um, I can confidently say 15 years. What Robert Glasper does, he's more of a, like a, for lack of, how can I explain it to make it make sense? An R&B version of Swiss Beats. You know how like Swiss, Swiss Beats occasionally gets on the track, but like even then when he does, he's not usually rap. He's more of a hype man. Like he wouldn't have a, but on the back end, it's just all production and and, and composition and all of that. That's what that's what uh Robert Glasper is for R and B. So like if you look him up, you open up your Spotify, whatever your Apple Music, you'll find a bunch of stuff, and it's like it's he's collaborated with other artists. 
but it's he wrote the song, he put the composition together, he did all of that. And he's been doing it for a while. I I think I can confidently say he's been around for 15 years. I'm not gonna say I've been listening to him for 15 years. I'm not saying that. <laughs> what song did he make? Uh I'm saying that got him a Grammy. I think he won for his uh album, uh Black Radio 3, which dropped in 2022. Um but I'm looking at his discography now. Yeah, um, his first album was was called Canvas back in 2005. So we're talking 18 years that he's been in the game on the mainstream level. Now, here's the thing. You, regular old everyday human Fred Scott, it's okay that you don't know who Robert Glasper is. When you Chris Brown, you're supposed to know like who your contemporaries are. So I don't know. That'd be like me saying, I don't know how I can pull it. I was say, I, I don't know how you should pull that analogy out of that one, but I was waiting. I mean, it'd just be like me saying, like I don't know, like my nearby competition of my job in my area. It's it's actually silly for me to say that in particular because I don't have any competition right now. Not even arrogantly, like like without putting out company names, my company's competitor. We ain't got no competition in Detroit. They fired them all. <laughs> I guess. You, nah, I mean that literally you for, your, for your company. My competition. So like. You know, like you you know the company I represent. I'm not gonna put that name right. out there, but like our biggest competitor, right? That did like the same job that as me for a different competitor. There was four, right? So I had all of Detroit to myself, and they split up Detroit into like four little markets to do their thing. Anyway, um, the day before Thanksgiving in 2021, they put them all on the conference call. And was like your positions eliminated. Happy Thanksgiving, and they ain't been back since. Mm-hmm. So you got all the choice to yourself again. I got all the choice to myself. I'm just out here just killing it. You know what I'm saying? I just, you know. But um, that's what I'm saying. Like it was kind of silly for me to make that comparison because I actually don't have no competition. Chris Brown think he me. No, I'm him. <laughs> Listen, you, you ain't got his money <laughs> <laughs> or his dance moves. Quiet as kept. <laughs> Oh um, man! But nah, and I, I ain't gonna say you know what I mean. Like regardless, when he got a lot of shit that he even had, and he you know got years of you know said history. But that shit that Christine and and Blueface doing, that's just retarded, and it needs stopped immediately. Like these mugs filming him hauling off and punching her dad and you know what I'm saying them two fighting she tearing up homeboys houses like ain't no way in hell you know what the problem is the problem is is that we're addicted to that kind of stuff I, I think that's just so stupid like every time I see something like I'm like It don't even be in my orbit, bro. Like, unless other people talk about it, I don't be knowing. Again, 
Well, they'll talk about it. They'll have a link, you know what I'm saying? So, like, you'll see a small, like, little snippet or something going as you scrolling or whatever because they didn't post it. Like, people that's just on my friends list. But. Yeah. I just, I don't, at the end of the day, toxicity sells. It do. Our, I hate that shit. You know, I just think about, you know, all the TV, the reality TV, the uh, it just I don't understand why people are so infatuated with it. I guess that's the term I want to use. But like that stuff sells because we watch it. That's why it sells. It's because we watch it. Yeah. Literally the shade room exists because and what does the shade room do what does shade room do the shade room don't do nothing but share other folks business but share other folks business and share drama and the people just be in the comments just messy sometimes how it is sometimes i'll be trying to find like looking for stuff for us to talk about for the for the pod and they don't necessarily even be like like there's sometimes where like this, the topics would just come like oh yeah this happened this happened this happened boom 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 you know by the time we get to Thursday afternoon I got a whole docket for us ready to go but then sometimes you know I mean, it'd be slow news weeks and I'd be looking and I like I'll go to see like what's trending on Twitter this that and the other I can't seem to find nothing on Twitter one thing I learned about Twitter is is that Twitter it the algorithm works too well for you and like if I go at the wrong time of the day for Twitter, it's going to tell me about everything happening in the NBA. And I'm like, I don't need to know this right now. Like, I already got that under control, right? <laughs> um, I used to, when we were recording on Monday, the dumbest mistake I used to make is I'd be trying to find one or two more topics on Sunday night, and it'd be right in the middle of, like, the game, so ain't nothing trending but NFL football. And I'm like, I don't need to know this right now. Like, I need something <laughs> else. Like, what is people talking about? And, like, it, the point that I'm making is, like, I'd be like, man, I really can't find nothing. Let's go see what they talking about in the shade room. And I go there and I'm just like, why did I come here? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Nah. Yeah. It's gonna always, I guess, be like that. I remember a time when, you know, we used to think we hear damn or something on the ass on the on the screen and be like, oh shit, this, this must be, you know. <laughs> Rated a little high for TV. You know? <laughs> like, Shoot, you lie about here, damn at the church now. At this point, I just play. 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 You ain't told no lies. You ain't told no <laughs> lies. You hear me? Oh, oh! I love the videos I be catching on like TikTok and Instagram Reels in particular, where like people be cussing in the middle of the preaching their message. They be like, "You need to tell the devil to get his shit." Lord Jesus help. I don't know what be going on with these folks. Hey, hey. Why won't you come to church? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we gonna get you. Hey, they said come as you are. <laughs> That's, <a little> <laughs> That's how I are. <laughs> hey, he ain't done with me yet, huh? <laughs> ain't that what Uncle Steve said? <laughs> hey, that's my dog. Hey, well, listen. 
click the hyperlinks in the show notes to follow Fred on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And you can follow the show on all podcast platforms. If you feel as though we've earned it, please leave us a five-star rating and a review. Also, click the link to join the Patreon. Five bucks a month. You get ad-free listening. You get the option to watch the video full, complete, unedited. You get all the other perks that are going to come with that. We, we, we got some stuff coming for y'all real soon. Um, leave us that five-star rating and share the show with a friend to help us grow. We will see y'all next week. Peace.